welcome to Experience Share. It's a podcast starring me, Tanaraquinid. 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 Araquinid. AKA Tanner Greenring, and I am joined, as always, by my co host, Wishy Joshy. <laughs> Wishy Washy. Good one. Yeah. Surely been used before, but ooh. But it's good. Wait, no, I, it's, it couldn't be. We this is the first time we've ever met Wishy Washy. Yeah, isn't it introduced this gen? Yeah, Wishy Joshy. It's nice that you have like an anchor, you know, where now you can just pick the totem Pokemon, so you don't have to like flail about trying to pick what Pokemon. To oh use. yeah, if if it works, I mean, ten or ten or oh, yeah, you have to make it work. It is already pretty tough. <laughs> you think it's so easy? Look at you, so cock. Oh, oh yeah, you can always just use the totems. Well, you know, we've 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 come from creative fields where you know that it sometimes can be a little bit better to have restraints, where you have to work within those restraints to figure out a creative solution. Welcome to the show. This is Experience Share. We do um, Pokemon games. We play through each of them. We play the games, and then we talk about the route that we are on that week. I wouldn't say we do it root by root. That's a little granular, but I wouldn't quite say we do it gym by gym either anymore. Root by root is getting. Getting a little closer if we have to replace the tagline. The vast majority like, of the show is gym by gym, so I don't feel that it's misleading. But Yeah. Root by root feels kind of nice, though. Root by root. Week by week, root by root. Ooh, I kind of love it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Let's try it. Let's feel it. Let's feel it out. Okay. Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast. We play through every single Pokemon game root by root, week by week. You know what the problem I is? I think it's is my week like... by week and then we play through every Pokemon game week by week, root by root. No, maybe not. I've also got this like big dumb gummy mouth of mine and I can't say root in a like a way that doesn't just root sound by like... root, week root by, by root. week, root by root. We'll get there. It's got the right feel though, huh? Feels right. Yeah, it definitely feels a lot better than what we were working with. I, Joshua, I'm ready to leave this fucking shithole chunk of like magma rock in the middle of the ocean. Melee, melee island. Give me off this. Like, you know, I heard this is apocryphal. It might be apocryphal. I heard once that Staten Island was once um, completely the garbage dump of all of the other boroughs of New York City. Is it not? <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but that's how I feel about Melee Melee Island. So I'm ready to get going. I'm ready to hop on the back of my beautiful, oh. majestic beast oh. off the coast of Heia Heia Beach. Yeah. Parrot. Catch some fucking waves. Parrot Head is ready to spread his wings on the back of a beautiful... Even more beautiful wings of a mantine to get over to Heia Heia. I can't hey, wait hey, to uh, say Heia Heia Heia. Um, <laughs> I was out there, Josh, doing all sorts of sick. F- okay, so we should probably describe what mantine surfing. We've is. been teasing mantine as if, surf as though it's like impossible to figure out. Yeah, it's right there in the title, mantine surf. So as we alluded to last episode, when Tony trapped himself, well, apparently. He got his his kneecaps knocked out and then dragged onto a boat with Kikui. <laughs> you can take a boat to get to the next island, Akala, I think, island. Or you can Mantine surf. If you only have sun or moon, then you have yeah. to take the boat. So But if you're if you're like us, if you've decided to go ultra. You ride the waves. Oh yeah. And they're beautiful. I was aggro out there. I was going in the back doors. Um I was doing Barney's. Oh, sorry. No, Barney means. No, never mind. Um, yeah, I was going up the. Um, there's big waves, and I was doing bottom turns, and then uh, charging, charging the wave, pretty choppy. A lot of chunder out there towards the bottom of the uh, breaker. Um, mm. Lots of tentacruels and like rocks. I think some whalemer, maybe. Yeah, were they w- rocks that are under the water? If you're if you're bad at mantine surfing which apparently i'm surprised to learn i am i i'm honestly pretty surprised by genuinely thought i was crushing it performed genuinely thought i was just like absolutely destroying it i I was like (laughs) i i I just don't think i could possibly like hit the stick any faster you know like i'm doing a million moves 
I think that I went into Mantine Surf being like, you know, we've been hyping this thing up for weeks now. I'm prepared that it's actually going to be bad. And let me just say, it's better than I thought. It's great. It's so it's so well done for any of these mini games that you can find in a Pokemon game. It's probably like the best one that I've... I mean, we're used to like the game corner and slot machines and shit. And now we get Mantine Surf, which has like... Yeah, it's like a full-on mini game. And it's the like, waves look so good. Nintendo's... I've ranted about this, I think, before, but, like, the best company at at animating water. And it looks even great on a 3DS, these tidal waves. Uh, And the premise is you get on a little, well, big Mantine that's got, like, like a a sweet, sweet little harness. Yeah. Yeah. And you ride around on it, and then you get a short tutorial where it's essentially, like, you need to ride the waves, and you can go up by going right, and then you go back down by going left, and you're trying to gather steam by like trying gather to find momentum. a little sweet spot where you can um, get get far enough up the wave that you're not losing all your momentum, and then shoot back down, but not too far because at the bottom of the wave there's all these hazards. Yeah, and you have to dodge those. And then when it's you get enough those, momentum to go back up the wave, eventually and pop the wave, the crest of the wave, and then you can do moves like the Huntail Spiral, a Gorbis Spiral. I think we got a Lantern 360 at the end, or I unlocked that, but I haven't actually gotten to do it. And then, and it's like, you know, combos like Tony Hawk style, where after you do like a Huntail Spiral, and then if you throw in another left, then you get a bonus for starting to do another trick. That's basically it. It's incredible. It's very, it's apparently very hard. I'm not very good at getting my speed up. I haven't found that sweet spot quite yet, I guess. But when I do manage to get it up, I can launch some pretty sick tricks. I mean, that was like, I would say, somewhat of an anomaly. My high score was 18,593. So I finally made it into the, I think, top three. I'm definitely top three, maybe number two of the high scores. But the one I did after that was like 12,000. So it was definitely like a spike where I finally like hit my stride. But I had to play. I probably played for like, I don't know, 15 minutes straight. And each run is like, what, two or three minutes maybe? I think um, I only netted about like 9,200, I think. But Oof. you know what? You you must be riding on a man tyke, huh? Oh, maybe. That could be the issue. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't care because it's not about the points for me. I mean, it is. I'm devastated. I thought I was really good at it. Genuinely thought I was very good at it. You know, that just it's comes It's not about of... the points for me. Oh. It's about getting out there, the freedom Feeling the the spray in your face, feeling the sun on your skin, catching some sick air, you know? Oh, yeah. That's what it's all about for me. And I think, you know, the performance there really just comes from Parrothead being, you know, connected to the island time. Not really worrying about whether or not he gets the high score. Does he mind that he did? Certainly not. Just sort of comes naturally to him. Get another round of pineapple juices on him over at that Heia Heia beach bar, but... You know, yeah, it's not about winning. This whole season's not really about winning. It's just going with the vibes. Let's say hey, hey, at a hey, hey, city, hey, Josh. <laughs> yeah. You like that? Yeah, that was good. Um, that was a bi- better build on what I was working with earlier. You, so the other thing about Mantine surfing. I thought we were done um, with Mantine surf. Well, we never will be. We're, no, we're when going you, to periodically land, check in. There's like four courses, I think, overall. When you land at the beach, you discover that you've actually been earning something called BPs. Oh, yeah. Which are just battle points, yeah. but they call them beach points down here. It's a little lazy. Um, and you can get some pretty nice stuff from the little beach point shop down here for pretty cheap. Yeah, I already taught Pikachu. God, now I just... Thunder? Thunderbolt? No. Um... No, it's not, the, it's not that big, but they have like pretty nice TMs down here for only eight BPs, which is only like maybe four runs, four good runs of Mantine surfing. What's the bug signal? Why can't I remember this? Uh, Be- signal beam. beam, signal beam. So my Pikachu already knows signal beam. It's great, 8 BP. Hey, hey, city. We land on the beach, but now we're like, find our way to the city proper. Beautiful little town here. Seaside community, got a beautiful big hotel. Chill vibes. The terminal is here. The There's a mall, uh, which I guess will kind of naturally segue us into our, our first segment. I went into Heia Heia Mall, yeah. Joshua. I went to a store called the Gracidia shop, or whatever. It's not a shop. It's just like they have Gracidia. It's a pop-up. And I, I 
investigated what a gracidia is. It's a flower. Yes. It's an evolutionary item. Or not, sorry, not an evolutionary item. It's this new thing in um, Alola. It's a form-changing item. Yeah, they're all about forms now, just like with Oricorio. Yes, exactly. There is a tiny little, precious little little bean of a Pokemon called Shaman. Yes. Have you heard of it? Yeah, I'm familiar with it. Well, it's most commonly fo- found in its land form, which is a little porcupine. Yeah, a little sweetie. little grass-type porcupine. Definite sweetie. Yeah. And absolutely no, like, at no read. Like, I've got my, like, my Dragon Ball Z, like, power scanner on, and I'm looking at landform shaman. Right. And it's giving me nothing on evil. Is it, It's giving me nothing on bad I would, I would say no. No way. But... You can't even get the damn give, thing, can you? It's mythical. If you give landform shaman the Gracidia flower... It turns into Skyform Shaman. Now go ahead and look up a picture of Skyform Shaman for me. Oh, I'm looking. Pretty mean little scowl on it's his face. It's mischievous huh? and like a little like, <laughs> like you know, it's getting into pretty, trouble. Pretty mean little scowl on his face. That's a bad guy, huh? I, I don't know. I feel like we're gonna run up against this wall multiple times this season, whether it's like the naughty versus like evil barrier, because he looks like a, it looks like a trickster to me, which isn't necessarily like a a puck or like a Loki isn't always evil. They're bad guys. They're bad guys. But it's like, you gotta separate bad guys from nuanced. Yeah. All right, I'm just, I might be, it's mythical, right? you can't, I don't even think you can get it, isn't it? It's an event Pokemon, I'm just trying to see, I'm just trying to see what I can slip through. What's gonna, what's gonna be allowed, you know? You're, you're just trying to push that wall specifically. Feeling out the boundaries. We're, we're both in in uncharted territory. If you could get this mon, I think you would need to make Frankly, I'm surprised you haven't been asking me more about cool, chill-ass Pokemon. Well, I kind of have one to talk about later, actually. By the way, I think Shaman, the gr- uh, ground form Shaman. Yeah, that's a chill ass Pokemon. Look at that thing. Yeah, but I can't get it either. This wasn't even on my radar. Somebody could. <laughs> yeah, give, it was only because I looked could up give it what to this us. thing was. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. A loyal listener could part with an extremely rare <laughs> Pokemon. You're not gonna. You're not gonna let me have Skyform Shaman, are you? I think if you could somehow get your hands on it, I think I'd probably allow it. Okay. Maybe I'll do some bad guy shit. You're going to just somehow do some bad guy shit and get it? Oh, yeah, maybe the, one of the bug catchers has one. They can trade in all your send it to me. Your uh leftover, your piles of munchlax corpses and slowpoke tails to uh whatever the price. Joshua. Yeah. I saw what Cosmog evolves into. How did you see that? So I, I don't know. I, I didn't saw see that. The, have you ever seen it? What it evolves into? I honestly don't remember. I don't. It's recall. pretty bonkers. It turns into like a, like literally a Bible accurate angel called Cosmoem. No, I, and I haven't seen that. Am I supposed to look it up or should I wait? I don't know. Maybe you'd be surprised. I'm not. I'm. We got a lot of pushback on our Cosmog hate a few weeks ago. Well, do you like the evolve form? You think? I, I think it's kind of cool. It sounds cool. I'm not. It gonna might look redeem it up. Cosmog for me because it turns into like a pretty cool. It sounds like thing. it's probably evil, and that's why you like it. Also, no, it I, goes evil, or is it angel? Well, I don't know. It depends. I can I'm, be your angle like or your devil. Accurate. He just turns into a, I, well, I, I don't want to spoil it, but I do want you to see it. Well, I'm just going to tell you. He turns into like a big eye. I didn't even remember that it evolved. Cosmo M. Oh, I see. Oh. And then it evolves into the legendary that's on the box. Spoiler. Yeah. I don't think. It's kind of like, I guess, an Eye of Sauron thing, but it's like a little too clean. I wouldn't call it bad, like a villain. I still no, no, don't no. really. It's an improvement, but we're starting, you know, pretty pretty low to the ground. I would say. Well, we're headed to Solgaleo and Lunala, <laughs> who are both just terrible. Solgaleo, yeah, too easy. 
Shit. They just try. They just do too much. It's like a fucking Kingdom Hearts game. There's like, a ne- Necrozma situation, which I saw in when we played. Well, let's talk about this later because I haven't even made me barf Pokemon that I want to try to okay. get to the bottom okay. of with you. Well, that I can't make fucking heads or right tails now. No, okay. right now we're in Heia Heia City. Well, I What'd have a comment. Did yeah. you go into the ferry terminal? I need to, baby. I'm a man teen surfer. I still went in there just to see what's up, and you can get some free stuff. And you can also overhear some interesting conversations, one of which is between a man and a child. Unclear what, why they're talking. Okay. Uh, is this overheard? Yeah, overheard. Um, <laughs> I overheard this man and this kid talking about how there's someone in Johto. Off in the faraway Johto region, see, there's this amazing craftsman who smiths pokeballs from special berries. So they're referencing Kurt, the man, I think, is. And then the kid's like, What? Really? You mean they don't all come from the factory in Talos? And then they ask you, because they start talking about the GS ball. Because they see you, like, sitting there staring at (laughs) Well, you know, Faraday was a few pineapple juices deep at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Been hitting those shaman leaves pretty hard. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was celebrating after uh, placing in the top three on the Mantine Surf. So he kind of just Hell stumbles yeah. in here and he's like listening. And then they're like, hey, you, you trainer there. Will you listen to this? I'm sorry to just spring this on you. But do you know of the rare GS ball? No, like, no. You, you, what, is that any fun? And then the, the man is like, yes, the GS ball. It is indeed the greatest Smith's ball. That's why we call it the GS ball. There are those who might call it the gold silver ball, but... Which is like a funny tongue-in-cheek reference to the origins of the GS ball, which I will do a Joshi's Fun Facty for. First time this season. The GS ball wasn't like an, an... Actually, speaking of an event item that you were able to use to summon Celebi back in Gen 2. So oh. you would get it for, I think it was through Pokemon Crystal specifically was the release in Japan. And then it, it did make it over outside of Japan as well, I believe. Um, but you get a GS ball from an event. And then if you take the GS ball to Kurt, he then turns it into a ball. And then it's it's just still the GS ball. And then the rumors were always like, is this simply the gold silver ball? And then, and Game Freak never really commented on it. And so now they're sort of trying to like retcon it as like, oh yeah, like it's the greatest Smith's ball. So it's not like too- Is this like, a ball you can actually get now? Only, only, no, not anymore. Cause it was an event item, but you can use it. You bring it to, do you remember in the Ilex forest, there was that little forest shrine. Shrine. And yeah. if you put it, I think you put it in there after Kurt, you know, You're turned it into a You're telling me I take a ball, ball from this game- no, it's they're just they're rumor mongering five generations later and they're finally like referencing this controversy of what does the GS ball stand for? Wink. It would be wild if Pokemon hid something in, or like put something in a game that wasn't unlocked until five gens later. Can you imagine? People would lose their minds. That would be awesome. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I would love that kind of shit. The red flag beckons us, Joshua. Yes. Just down the road is a, a pretty grand structure that they've erected here. I'd say so. The Taitsong Hotel, Joshua, yes, uh, is here atop, atop the hill in the city. Um, it's full of, I don't know, sights and sounds. There's no, there's no real story plot here. We're told to go this way because we're still kind of like following Lily. Yeah, we're I sort guess. of like vaguely her protectors, and she wanted to stop by here to cool her feet, cool her heels I down guess. south for a while, I guess. Uh, take a shower you yeah know? just trying to think of like what would she would need to stop at a hotel for maybe like a big poop yeah that was it i don't know and then all that we are left to do while she's taking care of business is we meet a sad sack bellhop who is upset about not getting a job at like the fancier hotel supposedly yeah and wants us to put in a good word for the concierge uh in tide song uh and then you can explore the hotel. It looks nice. I I would be fine working here if I were a bellhop. I also ran into an interesting character, I would say, on the third Who's floor. Who's that? 
Someone who had sort of like a halo looking like big piece of metal sticking out of his head, seemingly. And oh, he yeah. was sort of like <laughs> maniacally laughing and pondering out loud to himself about how Z moves could finally be the secret to attaining the ultimate power. Kind of reminded me, me, you know, Parrothead kind of just backed out. No of idea. Yeah. To me, yeah, yeah. if I can get meta for a second, it sort of reminded me of Colress, if you recall. Colress. I sort of remember Colress. Was that black and white? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's right. I think it was Getsus's like secondhand man, Sa- like or science something. officer. Yeah, yeah. The 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 head of chief science officer. That's it. Well, Colress wasn't the only one in here, Joshua. Who else? The only former, the only throwback character. Because there was also Cena and Dexio. Dexio. Yeah. Sycamore's assistants. Yeah. From, from X and Y. X and Y. Um, who are like ambiguously on vacation together. They're wearing like dynamite cabana clothes. Hawaiian shirts. Great giant sunglasses. Oh, I don't yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They see. I think they were just. They're here just for a trip. They're here. They're oh, having they get a nice like a trip. cut scene. <laughs> Like, you're pulled into a cutscene with them, and then you battle them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fully staffed. The entire hotel. This is disgusting, and also probably extremely dangerous. Yeah. The entire hotel is staffed by magmars. This is a common theme, because the next part of the leg also has a place that's staffed by magmar. And this is also where, like, the why concierge tells you to show the bellhop a magmar, and that's somehow supposed to, like calm him down about not getting the other job there's some weird magmar i mean skull grunt is the villain here like do you have any comment on what's going on with this magmar seemingly illicit like trade that's happening out here i think the the issue is like so many pokemon are so human-like and i think approaching they're like dolphins you know or like crows they're approaching like human-like levels of intelligence so you can really program a lot of commands into a magmar. Oh, think, and they especially make... if you're like a hotel manager. And if they're like, you know, room service, they can keep the food just the right temp. Hmm. Oh, it would just it would spoil my entire vacation if I like I'm here, I'm on Heia Heia City <laughs> and Heia Heia Island and it's like I I'm at the it's the second best hotel in the city, but it's still pretty nice. And then I walk in and it's all magmars. Like, ugh. Like, do you want to sit down for the complimentary dinner? Like, three-course meal, prefix. I'm like, no, thank you. I don't have any appetite. Yeah. Personally, I if I were the hotel manager, I would weigh, well, I can keep room service food at the perfect temperature, but also the entire hotel might burn down at any moment. And I would probably say, I'm going to keep the human bell hops and not have magmars because... That just sounds like a nightmare to sort out with the guests and the insurance companies and the inevitable lawsuits, you know, just to make sure that somebody's hamburger is charbroiled. Oh, God. Let's talk about Route 4. <laughs> no, no, no comments. There's a little there's a little side path up here at the top of the hill because there's all these little winding routes. There's all these little catchable routes. You can catch a lot of like Cabral. They really want you to have a Cabral. <laughs> I somehow have not gotten jumped by one out of the pile of berries yet i actually oh, really? haven't I been able jumped to jump every one. single time because i think i mean if if a bombable whatever it is fucking snow bombable yeah it's evolution if if that weren't so heinous i would definitely run it but i did it as i mentioned the first time i played sun and i just can't look at that damn thing mm, what's this this um bucolic little forest path here off to the west off to the west. Uh, it, it feels like it goes to some kind of like little valley. Yeah. I'd love to go inside and find out what's down there. Me too. N- nothing. <laughs> yeah. You not, expect, not you're, much you go down anything. here, you're like, oh, it's called Pikachu Valley. There's all sorts of Pikachus running around and there's a big Pikachu trailer here. That's full of um, more Pikachus. Surely I'll be able to catch some kind of cool Pikachu. Yeah. No, you can't catch anything. No, there's All just a bunch of like... You get a frame, which I don't even know what that means. You get, guy comes up, a guy comes up to you, he's like, here's a frame. It's a Pikachu-themed frame. Yeah, if you're still don't taking know what that photos. Means. Oh, I'm not interested in this photo club. You can I get love Nintendo's a magnet. Like, Nintendo's like proclivity for like... 
Inc- or it's, it's not even Nintendo's. It's um, Game Freak's proclivity for including like whatever the latest Nintendo feature is as a mechanic in their games. Right. Like yeah. Now the 3DS has a like camera, so let's let's add the Photo Club. No, thank you. Yeah, not especially when as soon as they save, once they freeze and then they save, they're so pixelated. You can never make out what is the expression <laughs> yeah. on the Pokemon's face by the time you actually take the photo. And um, there's like a Pikachu quiz where you can get a Pikachu hat and a Pikachu shirt if you get all the five questions right, which I did. Did mm. you? Or do I have to ask? Three out of five. Jesus. Three out of five, and then I just didn't try again. Uh, I think that it's for your character, which team... Skull Grunt would not be wearing anyway. You're not going to yeah, be no, wearing no. a Pikachu hat. And then the only thing that was cute, yeah, I, I agree. Like Pikachu Valley, why can't you just I catch wanted Pikachu? It to be so much more. Give me cool Pikachus. Give me balloon Pikachu from Snap. The only thing that is kind of a nice set piece. I mean, it's a nice set piece in general, but often the background. I don't know if you read the in the trainer's school, Tanner, but there was a book that was like a choose your own adventure, and it was about a Pikachu, a Slowpoke, and a Pukumuku, the like sea cucumber oh, yeah. one. Pukumuku. Um, and it's a story that sets up as like, this trio of friends wanted to set out on an adventure for the day, and then the, you could choose your own adventure where it's like, what should they pack? And it's like a super potion or like whatever berries, and then they like... There's, you know, different outcomes and they either don't make it out or they do. And in the backdrop of this valley in the in the far left corner, you can see a Pikachu and a Slowpoke and a Piyuka Muku like hanging out. And I thought that was kind of a nice reference. And then when I was like Googling it, there's a set that was in Japan, I think. I'm loving I'm seeing it and I'm loving it. Although I do not like Piyuka Muku. No, I, I don't either. But I like when they make it worthwhile to like read the little books and like oh interact with the doodads throughout you know the buildings you go into and then you get rewarded by seeing this little set piece that was the, really uh, the the main drawing point for me here oh my god um what are you gonna buy this it? figurine that you've sent me first of all is there's a pretty inexpensive there's a bunch of them second of all it just it, it has made very clear to me why puku muku is called puku muku and it's because it's barfing <laughs> it does look like it's barfing yeah it's explicitly barfing it's got barf around its mouth that's why it's called puke umuku puke umuku and is that obviously i could never run one of those absolutely not is that part of its it doesn't even evolve i mean this is just like come on man you know it does evolve doesn't it no Oh, I thought this is what evolved into Ew. that big, like, sea mushroom yeah, thing. Yeah, it spits its organs out to attack. That's why it's called Pukumuku. And they form, Gross. in the anime, it forms like a big fist. Absolutely not. <laughs> you make me bar. I already have two other You Make Me Barfs this episode yeah. that are coming up later. But, but welcome to the fucking club, Pukumuku. No, thank you. Yeah, no, I don't like this either. I could have sworn Puku Muku turned into that big, that fucking disgusting hat barnacle sea cucumber thing, because it's also a sea cucumber. It is a sea cucumber. It's like yeah, it, it's like it's like an anemone. No, it's like an anemone. That other yeah. one. I hate that thing. Um, I think I can run that. Oh, I hate Puku Muku. Mararni. <laughs> I guess if you run it, you can see the organs come out of its mouth. Like it attacks with the organs. Well, I'm not interested in seeing that. No, I'm not either. Um, Let's move on. Welcome to the club, Pukimuku. But I do love this <laughs> little toy that you sent. Paniola Town, Westworld. Yeah, Westworld. This is not a Westworld Come podcast. here. God, it would be so much more successful if it were. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Welcome to Westworld. You come here, you do like you have sex with like robot prostitutes and you like shoot people and it feels like it makes you feel powerful. Yeah, you holster up some remorades and just go to fucking town. I was going to say I've never seen it, but that's not true. I saw the entire first season. I just don't remember any of it. Just never watch beyond that. Okay. I've gone down with the ship. Um, It's not worth it. This place is, I don't know, it's fun. Yeah, it's a delight. It's like Wild West. Yeah, it's got... It's it's just a really well done again like set piece yeah um this oh time. wait Joshua yeah let's take a break <laughs> new one huh gotcha yeah just right in mid sentence just interrupt me 
It's very, very polite of you. See you in a second. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joshua, I um, roasted you by interrupting you to go to break. Let's talk yes. about Paniola Town. Roast me just like the magmars in this B&B are doing uh, to it. Uh, there's something up with the beds. I started paying attention to this even on the first leg because of our, our pal Pokemoniacal Chris DM'd it just am- ominously, I would say. Make sure to check out the beds. And I was like... Okay, I like that you're not giving me any further information about that. So I checked one on like, I don't remember, it's one of the first routes, and it's there's some building where like, this dad who is lamenting his son who like ran away, I think because he was like, a negligent father. Yeah, it's implied. And you can wander around his like sad house. And if you go up into the kids room, and you try to you click on the bed and you get in it, and then it says, the dialogue is, there is the sad, musty odor of an old bed that no one has slept in for a long time. Yeah. And then you just, that's it. Like it's so a prop. Some like weird it's a prop in Westworld. stuff going on with these beds. Because the bed here, one of the beds at least, in this B&B says, the bed looks fresh and clean, but you can still detect a faint whiff of dot, 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 sweat. Yeah, it'd be weird if a robot was sweating. Unless it was a person. Isn't that the whole point of Westworld? Yeah. I haven't seen it. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's but it's a very weird Easter egg with these beds. Pretty bizarre. And what what do you what do you mean sweat question mark after an ellipses is troubling, I would say. I wonder if it's a an odd translation. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) It's like don't run a black light on this bed. I want to talk about something else I saw in Paniola Town, Joshua, and I think it's probably going to upset you greatly. Okay. I saw something that I really liked out here on the ranch outside of Paniola Town. It's my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. And it's called Mudbray. And it's my sweetie. It's Joshy's sweetie is Mudbray. I can't believe you like this thing. What's not to like about a little tiny sweetie donkey? It's pretty ugly, first of all. And I think it grows into something pretty, like, upsetting at the very least. Mudsdale? Yeah. Uh, I don't like what Mudsdale's, like, I think it looks like Bojack Horseman now that I'm (laughs) looking at the illustration. Uh, I ran a Mudsdale when I played, and I loved it. Really? I don't like its look. It's... I think signature move, high horsepower, is incredibly good. Definitely a bad guy. Learns, yeah, I mean, that's so... My overall comment was that I was lamenting that I don't think I can figure out a way of shoehorning Mudsdale into being part of Parrothead's flock. I think I probably could. Definitely looks like a bad guy. Horse isn't really gonna vibe. Mudbray, the donkey, I think would kind of fit. I mean, it I looks think high. So ugly, and it's got its weird eyes little, look like, high. Goat eyes, yeah. button eyes. It's got big ears and like a dumb face. I think this is cute. I feel like this is a numbel situation where they, I don't really understand what your. Well, problem it's also is. like it's also, and in, I feel like in the context of Paniola the book catchers would back me up on this one. Let me explain. In the context of Paniola Ranch, you're seeing one of three Pokemon. In pretty like equal parts, you're seeing Miltank, you're seeing Tauros, mm-hmm. and you're seeing Mudbray. Mm-hmm. And I think what they've done is they've quietly introduced a new legendary trio, <laughs> ugly farm animals. I mean, I would say Mudbray is I think a lot better than those other two, but but I like the the livestock, le, the yeah, legendary li- li- livestock, the legendary livestock. That's good. <laughs> yeah, wow, that needs to be the new figurine, the legendary livestock i check it out it's that's another free free one for game freak the other thing we get out here at paniola ranch joshua is an upgrade 
to something that was already a very useful tool in my arsenal, which is the ride pager. Oh, yeah. And gone is the item finder, despite the fact that this segment that I'm about to launch into is called item finder. Because now we have Stoutland Search. Right. That's my item. Well, we're, the item finder still lives on because we're just commenting on this new type of item, I guess. Well, the, right the, pager, yeah. the item finder is gone because it's been replaced by the Stoutland Search. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the segment is Stoutland still called... Search is the new item finder. Item finder. Or yeah. dowsing machine. Definitely. Um, I still like the item finder where it would just vibrate whenever you were nearby which i guess was maybe dousing machine one of the iterations of dousing machine but this one is top tier it's probably the second best stoutland search because you get faster movement out of it but the issue is it doesn't stoutland will like only let you know if you're near an item if you're holding b right like you have to already think that you're around an item and there's no way to tell like it barks which is kind of sweet but you can like tap it you know, as you're jogging along. Because he also has a sprint mode, which is pretty quick. Not as quick as Toro's. Yeah. I we do should also like say Stoutland, I think, is is the best rider that we have so far. We will to Toros. talk about this more a little bit later, but we also get the, the addition of Lapras Paddle later during the trial, which is a replacement for the Surf HM. So no more HM friends. R.I.P. I'll miss them. But yeah. what, a, what a thing this thing is, the ride pager. I'm so curious about this megacorp, this corpo, this secretive corpo behind it. Yeah, um, they're making a pretty powerful entrance onto the scene. I just, I'm just i worried it's going to end up being the bad guy because we still haven't learned about this like shadowy organization that's trying to capture Lily and Cosmog. Right. Uh-oh. I'm worried about it because I'm loving the items they're giving me. Well, you, would, you wouldn't be worried about it. Well, sc- sorry, the... Skull Grunt wouldn't be worried. You'd be he'd be into it. Oh, he's course. like, oh, I hope that this organization is evil with these well, great we products. We don't need a competing organization. I'm like trying <laughs> to be the head of Team Skull. I don't want competition. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you wind your way through Paniola Ranch to uh, Route Five. I w- my only thing I was going to comment on is actually a retraction because I went into a dialogue where I was like, all right, well, here's going to be my trainer danger. Because this gentleman Gerald opens a battle by saying, all right, trial goer, have a look at my kid. And then you he throws out a sable eye. Oh, ghost and, type. Like he's not, there's no kid next to him. Ghost type. And. Dead kid. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Well, I wasn't going to give a trainer danger because after you beat him, he says, or murder his already dead child, potentially. Now this is very tricky. He says, trainer and Pokemon are like parent and child. Just seeing them cheerful makes you happy. So I was like, okay, well, like, I don't know. Maybe there is something a little deranged going on here now that. Is Sableye Ghost type? Saying that, I remember Tanner, that. I just ran one last season, but. It's Dark Ghost. Yeah, that's ghost. The, that's a go. It's a ghost kid. It's, that's isn't kid. it the classic matchup mayhem? We can never remember what Sableye is. <laughs> Probably. Dark Ghost. I finally got it. it though. Yeah, that's interesting because <laughs> it was very strange. But I'm um, uh, I'm gonna leave him alone. Team Skull encountered uh, a new character this week, an oh, intriguing new yes. character who introduced a number of new potential Pokemon picks <laughs> too, including my now third. You make me barf Pokemon of the week. Wow! So the character is called Gladion. Gladion. Glad- Gladion. 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 Yeah. Gladion. I like Gladion personally, but they are some like higher up. And does does he ever say who he is? He's well, an enforcer. He's he's described as an enforcer. He he gets accosted by two grunts and kind of bullied by them because it it seems like he really wants to be in Team Skull. He's sort of like you, but they don't Team, want Gladion's him. in Team Skull. I think he had some kind of weird relationship with him, though. No, with described team as Skull. a team skull enforcer, I think he's like a super high up in the organization. Anyway, he comes out swinging with a Zubat that turns out to be a Zorua. <laughs> yeah, tricked me. Oh, by the way, quick quick side quest here. I'm still playing Pokemon Go. Oh, um, you are. You're actively still doing it. Yeah, I I can I couldn't quite give it up. Um, I've touched, I've booted it up a couple more times since our the last other day, episode. 
my little wristband that I use for spinning Pokestops and catching Pokemon automatically stopped working. And after some investigation, I discovered that they had to temporarily disable all Bluetooth devices because they introduced Zorura to the game. Yeah. And when you first encounter a Zorua, it's your partner Pokemon. It's your companion. It looks like your companion Pokemon. Oh, and interesting. people with automatic catchers were just catching copies of their companion Pokemon. Oh my god! <laughs> so they had to disable <laughs> all of those and like like roll back a bunch of rules because everyone suddenly had like a thousand Groudons, you know? Jesus, uh, that's funny. What a mess! But anyway, Gladion has got this. Speaking of a mess, this team type of this this Pokemon that um, is a newcomer to the list and something I can potentially catch, although. It is my You Make Me Barf Pokemon, so I never will. It also, I don't quite, I can't quite wrap my head around it. It's called Type <laughs> yeah, Colon Null. Yeah. What are we looking at here? A mess. Is this a Pokemon? I, does it get a number? Yeah, I think it gets a number. So yeah, it's, it's number officially seven, seven, a Pokemon. It's, dis- it's, Bulbapedia page describes it as a synthetic Pokemon. For those of you who aren't in the know, it's got like a Vaporeon body, what like claw legs in the front and then it's wearing like a big cowl and like a ma- like it's got sort of like a man in the iron big... mask like headpiece with a big axe on top of it i just can't make heads or tails of this thing yeah and it it has kind of when you read the pokédex entries it's got kind of a mewtwo story where it's like a pokemon weapon that was developed for a specific r- mission and then it went berserk during an experiment and it was then cryogenically frozen well, guess what? Gladius is taking it out of... And the mask, breeze. it controls it, which was like armored Mewtwo as well. It evolves into something that is not wearing the mask. But I don't I, I don't like it. Um, it's my Stop spoiling yourself. Looks, looks stupid. Um, <laughs> and Gladion was kind of a joke. I wouldn't run one, no. Can you even run one? Like, where do you... Can you catch these? Uh, perhaps. Is, is it a bad guy? I think it's clearly a bad guy. Oh, I mean, it's on my team either way because it a uh, team skull someone was using it, or it can be on my team either way. I'm not gonna run it. Well, I think it's. I mean, it's implied that it's its head has a control mask on it. So I think without the control mask, it would be you know on a rampage, and it would be very bad. Good point. So without the mask, maybe it's not a baddie. One. I mean, more... with the mask, maybe it's not a baddie. But one more stop, Joshua. Brooklet Hill. So we should say we met Brooklyn, Brooklyn Hill, Brooklet Hill, Brooklet yeah. Hill. We met the trial captain Lana, out Lana Del Rey. Yeah, first arrived, uh, and some other one who I think is maybe the next one trial captain. I think they're girlfriends. I hope so. Lana is um, water type gym leader i don't know what you want to call these things we don't we're, we we're don't doing get a to, to, we're doing a, a trial we don't get to battle her like no. she's associated with water but we don't even know what she has we're doing a totem trial so this is a kind of s- series of descending hills and on each of them is a little pool and she gives you the lapras paddle so you can go around and stir up these little so schools of wishy summon lapras with our ride pager yep and go Stir up little schools of of wishy washies in the effort to drive them all down to the bottom of the thing. I don't yeah, know why. It's like gully. Yeah, yeah. And then once you get down there, it's because um, it's Lana. So we're playing some video games, huh? It's the big totem Pokemon, Lana, Lana, and Lana, mine was okay. Araquanid. Oh, yours is Araquanid too. Yeah, was yours? Yeah. Oh wait, it's Araquanid in both. Why was it different last time? But it's the same this time. Yeah, I assumed you had wishy-washy that would turn into its school form, and that's what you fought. No, I had an Araquanid. No, it's Araquanid in both games. Okay. What is this? Well, great. I want this school wishy-washy form. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's. I mean, school like wishy-washy, wishy-washy form is really good. But I've I've never gotten a. I haven't seen it in the wild. I kind of assumed that's what you would get. Be, well, you would assume in general because you're you're chasing wishy washy down the whole time. Although dupiters also show up. And uh, then what we get at the bottom is a you big, assume you're gonna fight the big wishy washy, but you fight a rack a rack a rack Um, and it is 
hard as hard to <laughs> as hard to look at as it is hard to say and fight <laughs> it was a difficult battle honestly oh it was really tough yeah i think i lost and my poke my levels are better than yours yo i i was like i was down to two mon and Me too. i had to revive pikachu twice wow. in order to do it i so i, I was, was sacrificing mon um i was toting an egg so i was already down a mon Someone gives you an egg at some point. Yeah, you um, you. There's like a breeder at the uh, at the Paniola Ranch. Um, yeah, I had it for a little bit, and then I was like, I don't want to run the risk of not being able to actually use this thing, and I just boxed it. I don't know what's in there, but um, well, I do now because it's it's since hatched. But it hatched as it? I was running back to the beach to see if I could figure out what my high score was. Um, it's it? an Eevee. Oh, oh, I can run that. Yeah, I so can I'm run gonna... one of those. I've got my. Uh, I can potentially go for an Umbreon. They're chill. They'd fit in. They I don't know which one, but that'd be cool. One of those EV evolutions would definitely fit in Parrothead's team, don't you think? Yeah. If not all of them, um, I'm not so going to pull another Brevandur, but uh, I was there down, should be a poison one also. Yeah. <laughs> I was down a man, but this Araquanid like keeps calling allies. First of all, pain, huge pain in the ass. It seems like it's got a million. Hit so points. many dupiders. Um, it's, it's got leech. Speed life plus was one, so good apparently. oh yeah it's leech leech life is great anyway it's super tough um but then you beat it of course because we're fine. aurora beam that was my problem because i have so many fucking birds oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> then lana comes out and gives you the waterium z and does a little dance i realized at that point that i don't have any water type pokemon on my team and i have a question for you joshua because i encountered this because lana also gives you fishing rod She's and I guess I guess we need a new segment called item loser. Yeah, which is us. We're the losers this week because we lost that good rod. We lost that good rod. They've oh. done away with the tiered rod system. Apparently now there's just one fishing rod and now we have it. Custom pedals, which I could use to catch a potential bad guy. You tell me. Genuinely okay. curious about this one. I think if if I were running any other character, I would say, of course not. But I see the merits of it being a bad guy. It's called Polyrath. Oh, oh, and it happens to be Tanner's favorite Pokemon. Well, go take a look at it, Joshua. Really well, good look at it. Wrath in the name. Uh-huh. And what what would you describe his uh, stance, his sort of like posture? Aggressive. As? Uh-huh. And what would you say his, his eyes look like? Happy? Kind of. Pleased? No, a little angry miffed and i got news for you joshua but he's got the big mitts that are sort of like don't look that evil that's rap that's like boxing rap that's like like muay thai rap you know um those are that's his fists capable of crossing the pacific ocean just by kicking that's the gold entry that's a little pushing it to the limit and uh, it confirms that the pacific ocean is in po the pokemon games that's interesting which i guess we knew Except where's yeah, Alola? Yeah, we could we could we could imply that one. But I feel like Alola's got to be in the Pacific Ocean. Well, I've never seen it on any map. Um, Joshua, um, I'm just trying let's to read get back some to the of the point its... at hand. He's yeah. pissed. He's mean. And I got news for you. The thing in his belly, the little swirl, that's poop. That's poop. Cuz it's based on like tad like this translucent tadpole that you can oh, see its right. digestive tract through its body and it swirls around and it's full of poop. And that makes it eat more evil to you? It makes is, it more of a bad guy. What you're you're so hung up on this evil thing, huh? It's not Why evil. is it's the bad guy. translucent poop it's gross. bad guy? It's gross. Because it's gross? Something you'd expect a Team Skull to have? I'm trying to look at the facts. I'm looking poop at the Pokemon. Pokedex entries. I'm telling you about the facts. And I don't see anything that's saying, it's just talking about how it's a gifted swimmer. It's got extremely tough muscles. That's... That's a little bad guy. Highly developed brawny muscles. <laughs> Yikes. A swimmer adept at both the front crawl and breaststroke. It's very... So he knows how to swim. Established. But is he a bad guy? I... Do I think that it could be bad? Yeah. Do, do I think by nature it's bad? No. But I think you could push Polyrath in the wrong direction and that thing flies off the handle and like... It snaps. You All know? right, I don't think that's going to qualify for me. You could put you any Pokemon could go bad if you push him. He's not in. He's not in. He's a good guy. And you know what? Secretly, Tanner 
is relieved about that. I don't want Polyrath to be a bad guy. He's yeah. just grumpy. Yeah, that uh, grumpy is more correct to me. Fine, I'll have to find some other water type to run. I got bad news for you. It's going to be that big-ass bug. Arach- Arachnid? No. No. The isopod. Oh, that thing's evil for sure. I mean, bad. Okay, I'll stop using evil as much. Let's talk about the teams that were so efficiently eviscerated by, or nearly eviscerated by Araquanid this week in <laughs> yeah. Level Check. Level Check. Who does Skullgrunt have? I feel like I opened up last time. No new, no new additions. Mirror B, Rockruff, level 23. Admin Courtney, Alolan Grimer, level 25. Just, gr- just grinding that one out. Gotta get it to yeah. buck. Still got a um, ways to go. Ariana, Vullaby. Don't know why we kept calling it Vullaby last week. It's clearly a pun on lullaby. Mm. Ariana, Vullaby. That's a good point. Level 23. Yeah, Vullaby. Giovanni, Toracat, level 26. Commander Mars, Lopunny, level 25. And Egg, Egg. No level given. <laughs> At the time of the trial, it has since evolved into a level one EV. Named, I don't remember. After one of the I'm probably going to have to get one of those out. Zinzolin. I named it Zinzolin. Zinzolin, yeah. Oh, you're cracking the Seven Sages, so you're probably going to keep this Eevee around. What's the most evil one, though? That, well, oh, Umbreon, Umbreon I can just run because it's dark. Umbreon, definitely. But maybe some of these other Eevees are... Could We could make a pretty compelling case for them being evil. I think it's kind of tough. Sorry, bad guys. <laughs> I think it's kind of tough. Espeon's got sort of a dark energy to her. Yeah. Espeon, I think, is the easiest beyond Umbreon. Jolteon's got a mean look to him. Look at him. Yeah. Look cranky. Yeah, it's kind of got a hard edge, Jolteon. Beyond that, I think it's pretty tough. You gonna give me Jolteon? Glaceon, Sylveon, Leafeon, Vaporeon are all clear. I'm gonna tell you this right now, Joshua. Flareon's a little questionable. Because you're one of my closest friends in the world. Oh, right back at you. I don't have many electric type Pokemon, so you probably do not want to give me Jolteon because your team is mm. all birds. I mean, I would have the same. Uh, it's not my favorite, but I I'm would not have sure the I have same access to anything as you with Poliwrath about Jolteon, where I don't really want Jolteon to be a baddie because I really like Jolteon. I think, but I think you can dive into like you know look up like. Jolteon feels like it's on the fence where, like, maybe in the anime or the manga or something, you know, Team Rocket had a Jolteon. Like, I I, I think you could probably expand your purview a little bit. I don't think but I have access to, me, to a single electric tech Pokemon. Umbreon, for sure, and then Espeon, probably. But beyond that, I need kind of a case. How could you not have any other options? I'm looking. I Rotom, if one of the Rotoms is evil. Isn't there like a kind of a baddie um, cat, a cat looking that's electric? No, I don't have any electrics. Oh wait, what's what's this? Is this in this game? More Pico? No, Gen Eight. No, I got nothing. Electrovire. That would work. That's evil. Oh yeah, that's evil. Absolutely not. No way in hell am I gonna run an Electrovire. Get out of here, Joshua. Oh, you're gonna draw the line. You can't deal with that. Absolutely not. What about Galvantula? Yeah, good idea. I'll it's a, a spider. I'll bring a big bug into a fight with a bunch of birds. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good point. Let's. Uh, did you already do your team? Let's hear about Parrothead. Vikavolt, maybe you could make an argument there. Tell me what Parrothead's team is. Oh, Zerororo is what I was thinking of. What? What? I think it's a legendary Zerorora. Tell me about your. Um, tell me about your team. Okay. Parrothead, who is looking for Pokemon with similar vibes, just trying to chill, grill, and hopefully not spill their drinks uh, while they tour the Alolan Islands and surf them. Jimmy is a Pikachu now, level 24. What is this Sonic the Hedgehog-ass thing you just sent me? (laughs) I think it's got some evil vibes, Zerora. They just, like, screwed up and accidentally made a Sonic character's event only. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Uh, Hoot? is Dartrix level 25. Mm-hmm. Calamari is NK level 22. Then I'm gonna have to look into how that evolves with the flipping the DS upside down thing pretty soon, I think. Oh yeah. 
Fruitcakes, Noibat, level 20. Won't be evolving for another 28 levels. Cheeseburger in Munchlax is level 20. And then newcomer is Tango the Trumbeak, level 18. Ooh, I love that. And I can't wait till you get a two cannon because that is a funny little guy. I feel like two cannon is like, I maybe have to have to have it the entire time. I mean, look at it. Also, I got one. I caught the picky like pack that has- He's like a living, like it's like a, a prop you'd see in a Margaritaville restaurant, you know? Yeah, I mean, when I went to Jones Beach for the most iconic concert he does every year, there were multiple people who had the little like stands with a fake parrot on them, including like macaws, toucans. Yeah. They would just post up at like their tailgate and then they'd have out, you know, some kind of a exotic bird. And that was where when my friend and I went, we showed up late and we were like, oh, could we uh, could we have one of those like hot dogs and the, the corn on the cob there? And then the guy with the, the parrot was like, yeah, as long as you'll take a shot. And we were like, what kind of a negotiation is this? You're just giving us more shit for free? And that's when I knew parrot heads were my people. And that's where this this character comes from wow so like so honestly like if you were 500 miles to the to the west you could have just as easily been a juggalo probably you know just like welcomed into their it. little like susceptible coven definitely susceptible and i got the picky peck that has skill link which is one of the abilities where if you have one of those multiple attacking moves it will attack five times every time and I know that two cannon can learn like bullet seed oh, and rock great. blast. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what its whole point. So is, is I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be fun. Shoots out of its little nose. Um, yeah. I was curious about the little dot on its nose, and I thought on two cannon. Yeah, and I thought it looked like something musical, like a musical note or something. And I was like, was this thing supposed to be the evolution of what was that little thing called? Chat tot. Yeah, chat tot. Oh yeah. Maybe this thing was supposed to originally be the evolution of chat tot, but it got pushed back a generation. So I went to its Bulbapedia page and looked, and here's something I've here's a Tanny's facty from okay. Bulbapedia. To uh toucans and woodpeckers, they're both members of the same Picaformes order of birds. That's why it starts as a woodpecker and turns into oh, a toucan. Oh, that's nice. I was curious about how that worked. Pretty interesting. Also, scroll up a little. Look at the shiny Shiny's version of this thing. Incredible. The shiny version of Toucanon is so good. The it's shiny... like a shades of blue to purple to magenta to pink, and then it's got blue cheeks. Toucanon, I love it. I can't wait for, for that thing to be on your team. Yeah, I think it's going to be sticking around, Tango. And I say that as someone who has no access to electrics uh, at all. <laughs> Joshua. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Yes. You Let's do a quick totem tally. 23. Oh, totem tally. The totem stickers. Uh, I think it's 21 for me. I went and got that big, dumb Alolan Radicate. I didn't cash in yet. And then I was looking up what's next at 40. It's just a, an Araquanid for me. And you get the, like, arguably, maybe the coolest Pokemon in this entire fucking game. Like, Spirit Dancer Marowak. Really? So you're... Ooh, Alolan Marowak is a looker, but not not for me. I know. Maybe you could try to cut Parrothead as some kind of a deal, because I think Alolan Marowak would fit in on an evil team pretty easily. Sorry, bad guy team. I'll give you, like, 10 grams of... Um, Shyman, bud. <laughs> if you send me a uh, all right, a Lola all right, all right. Yeah, I think we can make that work. I'm a sticker hunting fiend, buddy. No way, I'm getting all hundred of these dang things. Did you already get the ones that were like in the water? Like, where are you getting these other two that I don't have? Because I don't think I've missed any. Well, I don't know, but I've got twenty three. God, oh um, god, I don't want to have to go back and find them. You're missing a couple. Yeah. Joshua, that's it for the leg. That's all we did this week. We got through that dang trial. We did it. Thank you for joining us, bug catchers. And thank you for joining me, Joshua. Um, please do rate and review the show everywhere that you rate and review podcasts. And do follow the show everywhere that you follow podcasts. And do follow us at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. 
And check out our subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers, where you can compete for Trainer of the Week, which is the level check for the community hosted by our pal, Mike Levine, who is also the moderator there. And at the end of that, you if you get the most upvotes, you can battle us, which we will also update everyone shortly about who won in the Oras season. And we will set up that battle and then recount it on here. Yep. Uh, and then you can also buy some merch at expsharemerch.com. And Which Josh you can... and I just discovered that we had two previous, uh, maybe maybe potentially two or three previously unpublished pieces of merch that we just never put up in the store. So maybe we'll get yeah. those up there too. We're going to get those up pretty soon because Tanner has some stickers of one of them accidentally and it is very good looking. Yeah. And you can also vote today. Tuesday, November 8th. Yeah, and you should. You really should. You have to. You're not allowed to listen to the show unless you do. And assuming <laughs> the world is still here next week, we will be headed to Kawhi's trial. That's right. And we will be joined by Daniel Dockery, who's the author of Monster Kids, a book that came out just a couple of weeks ago that is a history of the beginnings of Pokemon and sort of going into the end of like Gen 2 and beginning of Gen 3. So it's really focused on the frenzy that all surrounded the the launch of Pokemon in Japan and yes, the Mr. Squirt days uh, over to the US and touches on a lot of, you know, like Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon, Dragon Ball Z. It's a very good read um, if you're interested in learning more about from just the perspective of like what was going on in the world beyond like when we were all just playing the games ourselves. And he's going to join us to talk about Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon. Yeah, we're excited to have him on. And you can also buy that book, Monster Kids. In bookstores now. In bookstores now and online as well. Joshua, Bugcatchers, Alola. Alola. And smell you later. <laughs>